welcome, 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 welcome to the RIP 28 podcast. This is the RIP 28 podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 podcast. I am your world's most favorite host, joined by a few of my good friends. As always, we start off with the president. What's going on, El Presidente? Well, good people, what's cracking today? Cena's in the building as always. Let's get it popping. What's going on, El Presidente? Well, good people. What's... All right. On the other side, on the other side, we got our man, our day. favorite, our favorite teacher's favorite teacher. What's going on, El, El Boogie? Yo, 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 boys, Beezy the Goat, your favorite teacher, favorite teacher here to get it in one more good time with the Rip 28 podcast. Let go. All right, we got a special guest. We got one of my most favorite Spelman Knights. I don't know. Did you say Spelman Knight? I don't know. That's the right way to say it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But what, whatever. Whatever. We got, we got Fairfield County's favorite daughter, the one and only Miss Quana. How you doing, Quana? Hi, everybody. I'm here representing Fairfield by way of Blythewood, South Carolina, a Spelman alum. Shout out to all my Spelman sisters that may be watching. Let's go, y'all. All right. Glad to have you here. Glad to have you here, man. On the RIP 28 podcast, man, we talk about a lot of shit, man. We just try to figure out what's going on. Like I said, it's a podcast where we talk about a few things, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them. And what's going on now, man, I guess in the current world, uh, what just happened, man, uh, is youth sports, youth football coach got killed, got killed on the field, man. You know, all of us former athletes, uh, all of us coach youth sports at one time, LeBron, hell, LeBron coaching high school uh, right now, you know, so all of us got a little bit of experience. But uh, seeing a dude get shot over a youth football game, <clears throat> so the dude get shot over a youth football game. That's that's kind of crazy, man. Uh, who know exactly what happened? You you know exactly what happened, bro? Yeah, something got out of hand. Um, and the referee at the end of the game, Apparently. you know, I guess, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess they got um upset because of some calls that was made, and their team did not win. So at the end of the game, the one of the referees was trying to tell him, you know, you know, man, the game over his kid, you know, everybody going their separate way. And all of a sudden, allegedly, a key to lead swung on the coach. And his brother allegedly shot the coach and coach died, man. I don't know all of the background on it, but I do know, I don't care if their kids were playing or not, that don't give you no right to act like no fool, man. That don't give, I mean, you're supposed to be this NFL, one of the best, you know, to do it, and you're supposed to be all for the kids. At the end of the day, I think a lot of parents – and spectators, they lose sight that it's just a game, and it's really about the kids, man. Not about you and what, how good you were. Don't live through these kids, man. Give them a chance to grow, man, and 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 teach them the right way. Man, you hit the nail right on the head, man. A lot of times, man, it's about these parents trying to live their football dreams yeah. through these kids, mm -hmm. and and that's what happened. You get a little bit of ego, yeah. 
tied up. You got, and then a lot of people get mad at these refs, but these ain't no professional refs. These dudes mm-hmm. you got a real nine to five. You know what I'm saying? They just a volunteer. They make it thirty dollars a game. Is that? You know. And now you you all up on the ref at a little kid's game and. You know, these tempers get the flag. First of all, why are you carrying a pistol to a little league game right. to start off with? That, that's the one I can't figure out. You know, it, it's crazy, man. Uh, when my oldest, when my oldest was playing youth ball, uh, we uh our games were over on the west side of Atlanta, uh city of Atlanta games. And we we was in, you know, tough neighborhoods, you know what I'm saying? It was tough area out there playing, but as long as we was out there. I don't remember any fights breaking out between the parents. You know what I'm saying? And that's West Side of Lamp. Um, but but now, I mean, you got to, I don't know, man. These cats, I, I don't know what to say, man. How, how can you not just let a little league, let a little league football game get you to that, to that, uh, to that, to that path, man? What up, Tara? See Tara out there in the chat. It's crazy because you know usually it's the parents who ain't never played who got them high expectations. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm surprised that you know he's actually in a fair play. I don't know what the brother did or whatever, but you know he was somebody who should understand that this is how the game is played or or things happen like this. You know he he got all that experience, but I, that, that was uh, that was weird to me that it was somebody like that who would do something like that. It's usually the people who. Don't know what the heck they're talking about, you know what I mean? But what happened to a good old fist fight, though? We're not in those times no more. We're not in those times. It's definitely uh, a a gun right at, you know, the forefront of everything. It's not about teaching our kids that's playing games. Even if you had disagreements, you know, whether we on the block throw some hands, but no, that's not it anymore. It's definitely go get the gun. Folks ain't taking no loss no more. You can't yeah, get that's beat up true. No you get beat up. You got you got to do something about it. That's a, that's how they think. You know. What I'm but the, but but the thing about it, we keep saying this is our future. These kids are our future. But what are we teaching? What are we teaching our future? Mm-hmm. As soon as something happens, everybody be talking about. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown ass woman. Mm-hmm. But conduct yourself as such. And if it's a disagreement, everybody know in football, sports in general. It's going to be bad calls. It's going to be calls that go for your team. It's going to be calls that go against your team. These are still humans, and we and they make mistakes. But And I know as a coach, I'll be on the referee, but I've never thought once to go get a gun and shoot a referee, even in the high school level. You know what I'm saying? That, uh, people crazy, man. Yeah, LeBron, I just seen you get into some coaches behind on the sidelines before. <laughs> now, now, now you're right about that, but that's it. I'm going to get it. But after the game, man, I'm going to dap them up and say, hey, coach, good game, man. You know how I go, young lady. You know how I go. But I, I ain't going to fight them over the game. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's, 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 it's crazy, man. You know, back in the day, I didn't watch my boy slide. Whoop up some of the back of them. You know what I'm saying? Hold that off the field, Sly. But man, it's just a different day and time now in 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 general. I just think how many people that traumatized that day, man. Yeah. Oh like, man. Like like some of them kids like, man, I ain't playing football no more. I bet you like they like, I can't go back out there. You know, they probably with PTSD type of thing. Every time they go out there, they see that scene in their head. That's some folks gonna have to get some counseling. 
you know, people in stands probably traumatized too, you know. It's crazy, man. That's that ain't just affect the dude that got shot and then his family, of course, and then you know, the after effect on the people who did it, but then everybody else around too, man. It's crazy. Man, he killed their he killed their youth. Some yeah. of those kids he killed their youth. I mean, it ain't it, it, it ain't a lifetime go by something. You you don't see nobody get killed. And these kids are whatever age, I'm guessing 12 and under. <clears throat> and you see somebody that you care about, that you that you would see on every day, and you don't know how this coach had affected other kids' lives. Obviously, he cared about it because he ain't getting paid for it. They say he was a the dude who got killed was a lifetime coach. You know, they say he been coaching for years. You know, he done so all the kids he done had these past years, man. They, he done affected, changed all these kids' lives just to be snatched away from a dude who done lost his cool, man. Mm -hmm. But you know, coaching you football is something different. Like you said, you said earlier, Brian, you said it's a volunteer thing. You know, nobody get made mm -hmm. to coach you football. You know, uh, you you sports like that at that young age, man. You do it because you love the game. You do it because you got a kid who playing, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, you do it because you want to teach kids the right way. And you know, those should be the reasons you want to do it. But man, it's it's a lot of things that come along with youth youth football that I learned, you know, at 30 years old when I first started doing it. I was about 30, 32 when I first started coaching youth sports, man. And the organization that I coached on, <laughs> we had a a team meet, a, a coaches meet because with youth football, you got, you know, depends on how big your organization is. You know, you might have the the Joe Blow Park Redskins or something like that, you know. And you're going to have a, a 12 and under team, 11 and under, 10 and under, all the way down to six and under. You're going to have all of these teams. You're going to have all of these teams. So you got all these coaches. They're all under one umbrella. So what these youth organizations do, what my youth organization did, they had a coaches meeting to start the season out. That coaches meeting, they laid down a lot of rules. You know, they laid down the rules and the standards and the expectations of the program. You know, a lot of them expectations start off as, Yes, we want to teach sportsmanship. You know, yeah, we want before, before you go, what was the number one rule? Oh, number one rule. <laughs> number one rule was don't fuck none of these mamas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they try. No, they try. That's your mama boy. Oh, don't let it be a single mama. Oh, that's your mama. Come here, let me talk to you about your son a little bit. Hey, I always want to talk to you, and I always want to talk to you. Hey, if you want to play, boy, tell your mama to call me. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you some stuff that might get somebody mad. But in youth football, the best or the worst thing that can happen to your team is a single mom. She what? could be the best or the worst thing that could happen to your team. Oh, and then if you get a single mom who don't know nothing about football, <laughs> oh, Lord, she could be the best. Because, like, let's say if you're a lady who don't know nothing about football, never played football for, don't know, you just know the man who scored a touchdown, everybody clap for. And you say, <laughs> well, I want my son to score a touchdown. Well, your son is five foot at 10 years old. He, five, he four foot eight, 200 pounds. No, your son playing offensive line for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? He ain't no He just described himself. Slide just described himself. You know, so it, it, it's, 
Now you do have some of the single mom. Now, now I've been blessed to run into some great football moms, you know, who, who work with me and who sit out there, have all the water set up, the drinks, the orange slices and all that type of stuff <laughs> for you. You know what I'm saying? Who, who helped the program out. But you run into some of them. You run into some of them. I had I one. I had one lady. Uh, we, you know, you do the little preseason camp or whatever. You let the kids start practicing in August. First, you do a couple of scrimmages. I had a kid show up to the first practice we had. I ain't seen the little motherfucker in about two weeks. We play a scrimmage. He show up to the scrimmage. And I'm like, I don't know who this kid, I don't know who the kid is. I don't know what position he play. I don't know nothing. So obviously, he's not going to play that much. So it's the first half. The first quarter gone by, he ain't got in. I hear some lady on the sideline, let my boy play. Oh. You ain't letting my boy play. I don't, know, I don't even know who a boy is. I don't know who a boy is. I ain't got nothing but, I got, what, 17 kids on the team? I'm like, man, I got to, this, this, this the first quarter, man. Let me work this little dude in. So she all just yelling and yelling at my sister coach. I'm like, oh, she talking about such and such. I'm like, oh, who is such and such? They're like, oh, he played on another squad last year. I'm like, dude, ain't been to practice. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. He's like, what position he played? I don't know. I go and ask the little boy, what position you play? He say, uh, <laughs> uh, uh they they lined me up and I used to block people and I'm like oh shit you know, I don't know what to do with this kid at least I ain't say like quarterback I mean that quarterback <laughs> so you know you get you get a kid like that now with literally you, you want to hide the kid so I put him in that wide receiver and put him on the other side of the field and we run the ball on the other side to the other opposite way let him play like that then the mama come up to me after the game. How come you ain't let my boy play? You ain't let my, I say, first of all, you ain't been to practice. Well, I got work to do. We ain't have to go to practice all the time. I said, well, this year we're doing something different. This year you're going to have to go to practice. I'm going to try this. This is going to be something new. We're going to try to let the kids go to practice this year. See if they can practice. <laughs> all right, all right. She come to practice the next day. Find out the little kid, he played, he played tight end where he was at the last time. You know, he's a decent athlete. He could catch. So I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Line him up at tight end. I'm expecting him to come. Mug, rest of the week, he ain't show up. We got a scrimmage on Saturday. He ain't show up to the scrimmage. We got another practice on Monday and Wednesday and Thursday. He show up again on Thursday. I'm like, all right, damn, brother, where you been? Oh, well, I was just at home. My mom ain't feel like bringing me to practice. I'm like, oh, okay. That, that's what we're dealing with this year. So ain't nobody think to go and help. See, my thing with youth sports is oftentimes what people don't talk about is the negative impact that it does to some children. Mm -hmm. We definitely talk about all the time, positive, 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 how we have these great coaches. But there are some times that you don't have any great coaches. What about the parent who wanted their child to get involved in youth sports to keep them out of trouble, but then they go to this game and witness a murder or witness these coaches doing all this different type of things and experience, and these children are experiencing these. What about the negative part about this? That That's oftentimes what people don't talk about. Some coaches out there that's 
break, cut your kids out. <laughs> at eight years, at eight years old. Yes, and what about the kids who have never been, have never been even experienced all of that cussing or cussed out before? Then does that really build a child up? Some children it may build them up, and some hey. children it may build them down. Hey, mom, mom, that's a part of that. That's that's a part of coaching. I'm gonna tell you now. But I, what I, does I, he I do? We don't me. talk about that. We don't talk I, about the negative impact that it may have. But it, it is a it may have a negative impact, uh, and I'm gonna keep on doing it. But <laughs> that ain't the point. The point hey, is you coach high school, man. But no, you coach high school. I, you don't coach no eight and nine year old. You're not gonna I, cuss a seven year old hold, out. I didn't hold on. I, who what? you gonna cuss a seven year old out? Hold on, hold on. Let's put it in. I started off in. I didn't always coach high school. Like Slide said, I started when I was uh, in college. I was coaching. Uh, back home, I will come back for the summer and coach basketball and the little kids baseball. I don't say you curse them out, but you talk to them in a stern way. You don't have to curse them out. That's a difference in the curse out and talking a stern way, though. But when they get 10 years old, they get a full curse. You better call the kids all type of names. Some of them may not even been experienced those names just yet. And now all of a sudden they round here cussing. Where you get that cussing from, my coach? Quana, you didn't been around me coaching the kids. The players love LB. Don't. But they what did. about the coaches that don't do such a good job? But see, but you got, but, but you got to, you got to put that foundation down, though. To let they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You got to show them that you care first, and then you cuss them out. You don't just cuss them out. <laughs> the first day. So you, you, you got to build that up. Work, you yeah. work your way up too. Yeah, it's a, it's, way up too. I mean, you know how to do it. But there's some people yeah. who don't know the game, and right. then they, then when you mess up. They, they cut you out because they think you you done messed up. Well, they ain't never taught you how to do what they asking. You know what but, I'm saying? But as a disclaimer to all my parents that I train and I work with and I coach the kids, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Coach, I be love the kids. I love the kids. But now on a serious note, though, we talking about high school. It's no better than high school. I'm going to tell you not. I heard, a, I heard a, a parent Friday night, and I won't say where and what was going on. No, it was. No, it was not, sir. Come on, don't do that. Well, you're, you're a snitch. What boy, jaw snitching, boy. But anyway, I was at a game, man, and the parent was, I mean, when I say belligerent, from the opening, I mean, it didn't matter what was going on in the game, just belligerent. And then you got parents that, we that meet you by the locker room unexpectedly, they jumping out. Hey, coach, why you? And you like, whoa, now we off the field now. I ain't coach right now. You, you know, so you, I think parents need to take a, a lesson in how to approach a coach. And, and they may need to call them Saturday, Saturday morning because Friday night they, they heat it. Then in the heat of the moment, they want to know why little Sylvester didn't play <laughs> and, and, and why the twins didn't get in. And, and you're going to come off in a way, and the coach going to come off in a way, especially if we lost. So I think you need to, everybody just need to calm down before you approach people because at the end of the day, we still are humans, whether we're a coach, player, or a parent. The worst it's thing. Funny. It's, it's funny you say that, man. I just did a uh, interview. 
I, I interviewed uh, three basketball coaches in Georgia, three uh, three of the winningest male basketball coaches in Georgia. Matter of fact, they just released it. We just released it today. And they had this same conversation about dealing with parents on how you deal with parents. And one of the coaches said, I don't talk to them after the game. If it's after game, every parent knows not to talk to me. Because whatever you're going to say to me after the game is going to be in the heat of the moment. And I'm going to be in the heat of the moment. So nine times out of ten, it ain't going to be a good conversation. That's they right. say, if you got something to say to me, let's wait till the morning. Wait till the morning, go to sleep on it. So you can think about what you want to say, get your thoughts together, and then come to me and talk to me about it. And I think that's a great, great philosophy. That's something you got to set up at the beginning of the season. Yeah. There you go. There you go, you you can't get mad in the middle of the season because of something didn't want to implement a rule that should have been at the beginning, you know, or whatever. Now there are some people more than more than we may think that knows how to handle conversations that may be tough. You know, we have those tough conversations or can be highly emotional or highly sensitive, as most people say. You don't have some people who are able to carry on those conversations. But then again, you have to set precedence to know, hey, I'm a person that we could talk about. This coach is a person, you know, maybe some parents would say, hey, I know not to talk to this coach. But let me go talk to this one over here, you know, because this one is a little bit more level-headed than the other one over there. But then again, that's the whole point of coaches learning the parents and parents learning the coaches as well. But you do that at the beginning every year, even if you got returning parents, you got to go and set that precedent mm-hmm. because they know after the game, I coach, I'm the girls coach at a high school in, um, in South Carolina. And they know during the boys' game, I'm sitting away from everybody. I'm going to the emptiest part of the gym, and I'm going to sit there whether we win or lose. I just don't I don't want to hear no negativity at the moment. I don't want to hear what I could have done better because your daughter probably like the little fella Sly was talking about. Hadn't been at practice. She missing free throws. She the one turned the ball over, mom. And I don't want to get into that with you in the gym. So like Sly said, go sleep on it, both parties, coach and mom or a player if you have a an issue and try to resolve it that way because you just can't talk to folk any kind of way. Hey, the worst thing is when you got one of them parents that's right up, right on the gate and after every time their kid come out or something, they got to come up to the gate talking to them. There too. you go. I'm like, hey, you can't do that. I'm like, you ain't coaching. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what we told them to do. You're going to tell them something totally different and mess up everything because you think you know what you're talking about. And that, right. that's my thing. I'm glad you brought that up, Chance. I'm glad you brought it up. Sitting on the gate coaching. Uh, in my little league experience, man, we had the rule that and, – and see, another thing, you got to have that. Hey, Stacey, we see you out there. We see you out there, Amp. Um, you had the rule after – you know what I'm saying? We, we met with all the parents. Each coach had to meet with his, uh, his team, his parents, and set this up in the beginning. But – the rule was for my kid. What I told my kids is I need y'all. I need because because literally I only had 18, 17 people on my team. You know what I'm saying? So I just got six people on the bench. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I need all six of y'all to be close to me, touching. I can reach out and get you. When you come out this game, if you go to that fence, you stay on that fence. 
Don't come back over here. And, and sometimes you got to make a believe out of it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Your words ain't going to be strong enough. You got to make a believe. So I had a kid, his daddy, you know, his daddy actually was a high school coach. His daddy was a high school coach, a, 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 a head coach of a high school. and was a successful guy. But when he would come out the game, he was going to run over to his dad. Well, one time he ran over to his dad, and, you know, I really paid attention. I saw what he was doing. So I said, all right, stay over there. Don't come back. And his dad was like, what, what, what you talking about? What you talking about? I say, when your kids come out the game, do they go and talk to their daddy on the sideline? And he was like, nah, but this high school. I said, nah, but we getting them ready for high school. So right. Thank you. keep him over there, and he'll sit over there with you and chill out. And I'll see him on practice on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey Sly, Sly, one of them kind. He really said, hey, I'm his daddy now. Well, speaking of daddies, did y'all see that dad that paid the $500 child support? Oh, that video. <laughs> video going out, man. It's a video going out right there now. It's a dude, and I think he secretly recorded his wife. And, and, what, and what was being said, what was being said, uh, the, the, the dad was talking about <laughs> wanting to buy his kids some uh, shoes. He wanted to buy his kids some shoes or something like that. And his wife was telling him, no, you pay $500 in child support. You're not supposed to go and buy your kid. He called shoes. for some shoes, I believe. He called huh? and asked his dad was it, to was, was it his wife or his uh, girlfriend? No, that was his wife. Yeah, his actual wife. wife. Okay. Yeah, it was his actual wife. Did that make a difference? Oh, yeah, yeah, that that makes a big difference. Oh yeah, it makes a big difference. But it but it was his wife. It was his wife saying, Don't go and buy that kid any shoes. Now that's woo. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. Well, what what is the baby mama doing with them five hundred dollars? It don't matter. It don't, it, yeah. it don't get it does not matter. It doesn't matter. It matters. It, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't right. matter because I'm going to tell you, if she did not, if she is a person who received child support for that child, right? Let me give you an example. Me. If it was just me and I didn't have kids, I probably could still be in a one-bedroom apartment because I'm not, I have to make sure that I have a house and have these kids in here, their own rooms, the amount of gas that I spend taking them from one place to another. All of that is not even included in child support. All these little things, we go in Target. Can I get this gift? Can I get this? Can I just pick this up? All the stuff the school sent home. Uh, we need $25 for this. We need $15 for this. 500 is small thing to a giant. So if she doesn't have the amount of money this time where she used the $500 with her normal monthly bills or however she does that. And if she can't afford his pair of shoes and even depending on the relationship that the child and the father have, what's wrong with the child being able to say, hey, daddy, can you give me some money for us to get some shoes? Obvious the child wanted the shoes. Thank we you. know it ain't going to her for the shoes. We got somebody in the comment who hit it on the head. What? What you saying makes sense, but some women are trifling. Yeah, yeah. yeah you talk, you're talking that's good, baby mama. Since I, I am who 
who I am. You know, whatever. I'm going to tell you yeah. I'm a single mom and I get it. But I'm telling you, there are a lot of things that uh, how your is baby not... daddy is. You got a good baby daddy or not? No, I got a crappy. The... Very crappy. Very crappy. But what uh, I do... You is... only hear one side of the story. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> one side of the story. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter because regardless of if he pays it or not, I'm still rocking with my kids. I'm still getting what they want. If I got to get two, three jobs so we don't even have to call that nigga to give us some shoes, then that's what we do. That's what we do. I don't have to go back and forth and wonder if he's going to give it, if he doesn't don't give it. We don't worry about it. We See, only hear I, one I, side of the story. Hey, hey I'm going to have to agree with Quan on this one, given that the even if the mama's not, that's still my child, regardless. Yeah. And, and when he go out, he representing me. So I ain't going to send my kid out with nothing I wouldn't wear. So if I'm going to wear J's, I'm going to a, I'm a, uh, uh, have my son in J's. If it I'm don't even polo, matter if it's J's. If it's a regular pair, Air Force One. I know, but I'm getting some, my I'm, point. Hold on, hold on. I'm checks. agreeing with you. Hold on, I'm checks. on my side. I'm on your side. Just hold on. Yeah. Hear me out. I'm a, I'm whatever I'm wearing, whatever I'm wearing, is good enough for my son. I'm not gonna go out here and wear something and then be like, well, I gave your mama such and such and you mm. gotta wear them busted up shoes. Yep. Or you gonna have to go hungry this time. Or you're not gonna be able to go on that school trip or play mm. this. Nah, I'm going, I'm a rock, I'm with Quan, I'm a rock with my child when nobody right. else. Hey, first of Golf all. is what his mama do. Who, who yeah. pays $500 in child support? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, and if she, and if he only paying $500, yeah, she needs some money to get that child some shoes. Hey, my son, how much y'all know that they, you can only take care of a child off of five hundred dollars a month? Come on now, man, my son eats five hundred. How many kids? Hey, how many kids you got though? It don't getting, matter. One child getting, is still five hundred dollars. Is not enough for one. Is she getting five hundred for him? Seven hundred for somebody else? <laughs> Twelve hundred for somebody else? You know? See, we don't. We don't know that. Here go the thing, man, and, and I preach this all the time, man. Oh, they go now the Molly face in the comments. I preach this LeBron. All, preach. I, I preach this preach. all the time, man. You need to know who you fucking. <laughs> know who you taking the rub off with. But you know that's saying? not necessarily. Talk, they'll yeah, show them one. They'll you show talk. one side of you, and once that baby comes, stuff changes, and you'll you see a talk, whole different you side. You can't necessarily go on that all the time. If you say your baby daddy ain't shit, you seen signs when he was fucking you without a rubber. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, fuck, you fucked him more than once without a rubber, ain't it? Huh? Don't necessarily be. I mean, the first time, I'd have held him down. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily be because they could show you one person and then they could be completely fraud and show you somebody else so, after that so child. So what you're saying is you are a bad judge of character. That's what you're saying. Probably what happened is I'm a person that <laughs> should have been more analytical in my eyes. Here you go. Here you go. This, this, is a, this is a common thing. Women will not take blame for their mistakes. Women will take blame for their mistakes. Well, well, let me let me let me pause there. So jump that, go, that go both ways now. So dudes, they they do the same thing. They both exactly. had the, they, they both had the baby now. So yeah, it's him too. Like yeah. if somebody somebody he 
didn't want to be with or not going to be with or choose not to try to make it work. That's on him, too. So, But he ain't accusing her of being a bad baby mom. He ain't he talking can't. about her. Hey, he can't he Hey, but but here go my thing, man. It, it all you need to know who you fuck. You know what I'm saying? It, it's serious, and especially if a dude dude got, got other children. If he got other children before yours. You know what I'm saying? It's certain judgments you got to take in place. So, I do. Uh, hey, I do uh, agree. Uh, hey, I do agree with Sly to that point. If, if if he or she had a child before you, and they didn't do right, I got you. But still, at the end of the day, regardless of what, who ain't with my child, I got to ride with mine. I don't care. Yeah. If you say you're going to divorce me, like she said, or you can go and be wherever you want to be, what? okay, well, that let me know you ain't with me That's because right. you ain't with my child. That's hey, hey, so raise your hand if you ain't never had sex with somebody that you wouldn't want to have a baby with. I mean, Always I pulled out. Raise, raise your hand. Always made raise your hand. Always, <laughs> always made the precautions that she wouldn't get pregnant if I had sex. I done had sex with a lot of questionable bitches. I did. I done knocked off a lot of questionable ones, but I made sure I ain't get them pregnant. Ain't no way to make sure. It ain't. That's uh-huh. what I'm saying. Sometimes you can't. I mean, going, things happen sometimes. You just you can't be, always say that now. Right. You be right, real sweet right. to them in the morning. Cook them hey. breakfast. Hey. Crush that plan B up in the hey. head. Hey, shut up, fool. Hey, slide. T Bright said, thank God I didn't crap out every time I gamble. Talking about growth. He rolling the dice. Exactly, man. But Terrell, he's 75 years old. Talking about growth. Wait, let's check this out. At the end of the day, it's about maturity, man. It's about. If, if, if whether you want to have uh, was a good judge of character mm-hmm. or not, once 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 my child is here, I'm doing everything I gotta yeah, do. I don't real. care about no five hundred dollars. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, yeah. I just I'm a ride with mine when this, it ain't, this, when, this when it ain't one, nobody. This is one instance with. though. Who said that he ain't been giving him shoes and all that stuff all? All it don't time. matter. His son called him and yes. asked him. It, said, but, but it, it ain't him, though. It was the, we talking about his wife. Right. It so That's what I'm saying. I don't care who ain't with him. Once she said, you ain't going to go and do this because you paid $500, you can go and beat deuces. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Because I can so, stand alone. So you're going to you gonna divorce her because of that? If, if she ain't with my child, you and see, here go, here go another thing. Here go another thing. What I was talking about: choosing your partner, choosing your partners. He ain't make a good decision in choosing his wife. If 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 you already got this kid before you get married, you need to know how she feels about right. your children. I agree with that. Yeah. You know but here again, she can put on her front. It ain't and make it good. seem as though she's all for it, all for the kids. She's all lovey-dovey. And then when stuff gets tough, she to turn all the way around. But that's, Sometimes that's what, people do that. That's why I disagree. I'm with Sly on that, Kwana. Everybody shows signs of who they are. It's only so long a fake G can pretend. Mm-hmm. Eventually, eventually, you're going to show your hand. No matter how good your poker face is, 
But how you know, long though? That could be you could have already been to had a baby by time if he starts showing his hands, if he don't show his hand until two years or however, if she don't start showing her hand until after you get married, sometimes it's too late. Yeah, they're gonna it, start, but it may be later down the line. Well, I I, I think they show it. I just think sometimes we might not want to see it. Or we ignore some of the or signs. we ignore, it. yeah, we ignore it, like I said. But but at the end of the day, just take care of your responsibility. I know it's hard sometimes, but at the end of the day, man, she can't, ain't no, nobody's going to tell me what I can do and what I can't do for my child. As always, you know, we, we don't know a lot about this story. What have you got? Right. Eight more kids. Can he afford to pay for this dude? Well, what we do know, it was yeah, one. You know you're paying child support. We knew it was one, and she said, no, you can't do it. Because see, because like, like Chance brought up, there's some variables that come in this situation we don't know about. Only thing we know is he's paying $500. And to be quite honestly, that ain't that ain't a lot of money. That that ain't a lot of money. If he don't have... Now, let's say he paid 500 and, and he got joint custody. Then I can understand no, I can't the understand. wife. If you got joint custody, if you got the kid half the time, she got the kid half the time, and you still paying $500? See? We not talking about a trip. We talking about something for this child. He wants some hey, That's why you split things 50-50. No. That's, that's why you split. No. When it comes when it come no. to your child. What? What? When it, when it come to your child, you split, you, you nah. split like it's 50 and see, see, a lot depends on your relationship. <laughs> no, we don't split the left side of the hamburger and then split the right yeah. side of the hamburger. Yeah, we do. You don't pay the right side shoe and I pay the left side. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And see, see, the thing is, it's, it's about relationships. It's about relationships. And w- with my ex-wife, we have a good relationship when it comes to spending money on my son. All right? If something needs to be done, my son, uh, like lunch money. Uh, I have joint custody. I have my son one week. My wife has him the next week. When school started, he was with he was with my wife. So my ex wife, my ex wife. So she paid for That's lunch money. Better. She paid fifty dollars for the lunch money. So what I did, I sent her. She said she said lunch was fifty dollars. So I sent her twenty five dollars. You know, because he my son. Right, it's, but it's, that's it's lunch. We're not talking about shoes. When it come, when it comes to shoes, when it comes to clothes, we don't, we don't get into that. I, I just go school shopping and I just buy him clothes, and she buys him clothes. She, she, she buys him clothes. You know, hey, hey, Sly, not, Sly, you but know he, anytime, he eat more than fifty dollars worth of food. <laughs> so you know he eat fifty dollars more worth of food. <laughs> yeah, that was just no, the lunch. Me. Lunch. I'm talking about school lunch. I'm talking about school lunch. But but the, the way the way it works though, and we have a good situation. The way it works, if something comes up and he needs something, one of us will one of us will buy it. Whoever has it at that time will buy it, and the other person will just give a half when they got. It. And, and and maybe I live in a fairy tale, you know. Maybe I live in a fairy tale world where it work out. But we operate like two adults. 
Right, but everybody co-parent situation is different, right? And it doesn't necessarily doesn't say that they're not two adults. It's work whatever works best for the family. A you lot know? of times, a lot of times, and fifty fifty ain't that doesn't work for my family. That doesn't work for my family because you do you pay fifty fifty of these groceries that these kids eat every day? No, do you pay fifty fifty of every single thing that do you do fifty? 50% of my gas when I'm taking these kids from point A to point B? No. Did that's kind of like my responsibility. his gas when you take the kids? No, that's not my responsibility. It's not exactly. his over here. If he take care of whatever he has over there, I take care of whatever I, I have over here. He pay his child support whenever he decides he pay I take it and that's what it is. That's my, but that's my arrangement here. Everybody else's arrangement can be different, you know, or whatever. But back to the wife though, if she ain't rocking, if if my sons call their dad and say they want a pair of shoes, she need to stay out of it and let the son and the dad handle that. Bottom line, you that, know, or that whatever. I agree with. Bottom I, line. The wife has a problem. The wife, the wife has a serious problem by now what we don't know they find I don't care nothing about that. Divorce her. But but he go he goes something else now. He goes something Man, else. ain't nothing for me to talk. I ain't no something else when it comes to that. We don't when know they find out situation. Man, that's my if he son. Paying, I would if, make a way. foundation. If he paying five hundred dollars a month, that means he doesn't have a good job where he, he can pay affordable. You don't mean that. That don't mean that. Niggas get in the courtroom and lie all the time about the money that they make. That don't mean that. What y'all talking about? <laughs> that don't mean that. What you talking about? They go in the courtrooms with doggone fake checks to us. What is y'all talking about? That don't mean that he ain't got no good job. That's the only thing that he reporting. He could be hustling, doing 50 million things on the side, making a whole bunch of money. That don't or, mean he ain't got no he, good job. Or he could not. Or he could not, but it doesn't mean that, but it's in the same effort, does that mean if I don't have any money, right? If, hey, my check is short or I don't make good money, I have to find a way to feed them kids. I got to find a but way. This to but here go, here go the thing. This ain't feeding the kids. This is buying the kids. This is buying clothes. And, and that's why I said I have to find what, a way to clothe them too. Was he, was the kid asking for a pair of $200 Jordans? Or pay a fifty dollar rebate. We don't know. See, it's a difference. It's a difference. Why is it a difference? If he asks for a pay a fifty dollar rebox, that man you know asking for some rebox. Don't even buy one of them. I just said rebox. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I want a rebox. Some kids want Jordans. They want some dog on the blinds. They want everything. People want a lot of things. That don't mean you need it. Like, 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 that's a thing in life, man. That's the thing okay. in life. Like, just because you don't live with me, don't mean I got to buy you everything that you want. It doesn't, you know, but you, it doesn't got, mean that I got to struggle because I don't live with my mom and my daddy. They, say, they didn't say struggle. You said it's a bottle for shoes. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, so like, it doesn't mean, and my mama can't afford it. And I want to say, hey, I want to call my daddy. Look, man, I'm calling my daddy. My daddy get me some shoes. I was like that growing up. I know my mama wasn't a big tennis shoe buyer she just wasn't now she give me a heel or take me to get my hair done or something like that yeah but tennis shoes now nah, i ain't call my daddy my daddy gonna buy some tennis shoes i know my daddy love tennis shoes he gonna buy some tennis shoes he his wife can't be don't you buy no tennis shoes see, man, that's see. none of your business yeah, that's see, between my me and my daddy 
My thing, I ain't like LeBron. I ain't got all uh, every Jordan in the, uh, hey, in the catalog. Hey, hey, I, hey. I, I got regular shoes. You're going to get regular shoes, too. Yeah. What's regular yeah. shoes, though? What's regular shoes? I'm not saying that you have to go and get Jordans. I'm just saying if my son hey, calls me right him. now and say, Daddy, I need or I want some shoes. Now, now, if I just got some, or it does extenuating circumstances behind it. But I, Everything I, they want, speaking, they don't I'm get. Only, I'm only That's speaking true. about the wife. Right. She have no business. Yeah. Regardless of what me and my son got going on, there's not another woman that should be in my business. Apparently, about buy me them and shoes. my son. That means my mama, shoes, them back. That mean my mama, her mama, my girlfriend, or if I had whatever. I had a wife, whatever. She is not, she is not dictating what I'm gonna do for my son and gonna hold marriage over my head. Who is you crazy? Apparently, them shoes is affecting their household. Check, check this out. Check this <laughs> out. Well, that's a problem. That's a problem in their yeah. relationship. Not. I know shoes. you got two hey. grown people, and a pair of shoes is gonna affect your household. Hey, yeah, shout out, me. shout out to Erica Bell. We see you in the chat. But, but I, I'm about to say something. For me personally, what Chan said, you know, I'm not. Me growing up, I never been that that big shoe person mm-hmm. owning Jordans and stuff like that. I've never brought myself a pair of Jordans in my life. So I am so excited and so happy. My son is uh in the eighth grade and he wears size 12 now. Next year he's gonna be a 13. So I'm gonna finally mm-hmm. go and buy a pair of Jordans for him. For his you rock him too. And I'm gonna wait him, <laughs> goddamn joy. First time in my life, soon as he get a size 13. Hey. He said that now he's gonna go to the store and be like, uh, I ain't getting me. But we're in a different day and time than it was when you're growing up to when you were growing up at that age now, too. You know, it's just in a different age of time. And and I like shoes, but the thing about it is, I don't wear all of them. See, what people don't realize is the resale value on it is much higher than what I paid for it because everybody can't get them like we had access to them in 1992 and when we was young, Sly. So uh, now... I ain't have access to it. I ain't have... But, but, oh, but, 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 man, oh, cut it oh. out. Man, cut it out. But, but, but no the choice. thing is... But, but, but the thing is, I, um, I got... Um, speaking to Jordans, I got a um, what's my man name? Bill Russell, Jersey. About two years ago, he just passed. They just emailed me, and guess what? They asked me to to, to sell it back for twelve hundred. Six times, six times what I paid for. So I said no. I said no. So if you can get twelve for it, I know you're gonna go sell it for three thousand or more. She no, I'm good. Gone. I hold it. What, what you not sell? You be selling? No, yeah, I ain't so selling so nothing so yet so because so it, it ain't the value ain't high enough yet. And I, ain't, I ain't quite broke it, yet. In the shoes or anything? No, I, I ain't quite broke yet. Once I go broke, see that's that's my fallback <laughs> plan. If I ever go broke, I'm gonna have a yard sale. It ain't a matter of if you go broke; it's a matter of when. 
Oh, oh no, wait, whoa, Quan, God dang, go on. Oh, you know it's hold not on, what on, I'm trying to say is no, not well, broke, well, but have financial financial difficulties. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes yeah. people are going to experience difficult oh, times hey, when or some point of their life. So I don't want to say broke. That's the wrong terminology. Financial difficulties. Ain't your baby dad. Oh, you said it right first. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he gonna, ain't your he baby gonna be. He gonna be broke. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't your baby daddy, no. Said, so listen, listen, y'all. So, so we can, can we collectively agree that the wife should stay out of it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wrong. All right. Yeah. So if we could collectively agree that the wife should stay out of it, right, can, we, can we discuss if the wife should be the child first or the husband first? In the household. <laughs> let me let me let me jump in on where this comes from. Man, we had a classmate, a classmate of all along. We put her name out there, but whatever. She put a, a meme out there and it said, uh, no child should receive a plate before the man of the house. And then her comment was, My child will always eat first, 100. That man can leave me and say fuck me anytime he chooses. But my child will always be there for me. So yeah, shut the fuck up and wait till I fix blank plate. Now, how do y'all feel about who's supposed to eat first when it comes to serving somebody dinner in the house? Who's supposed to be the one to eat first? I don't think it matters. Me too. I think it's whatever's good for your household. I really do. You step up first. I mean, like, first of all, like, if we still in the days where you sitting at the table and somebody got to bring you your food, you know, you can't go get your own food. You know what I'm saying? But you know, some women adore catering to their husbands or their significant other. You know, they they take pride in it. You know, and they want to. And some husbands want their fix their food to be fixed. You know, they want I'm a plate. Gonna cater to you. <laughs> you know, you know what I see. Um, most of the time, as as most of the time, when it comes to when you see these comments on on people who leave comments on these pages like that, a lot of time it's the single women, the women who aren't married, who say my child's gonna eat first. A lot of times it's the single women who say, my child going to eat first. And it's the single men who say, I'm going to eat first. Most of the time, the people who are married or have been married, they understand, the women understand that the man should eat first. But the husband usually says, feed them kids first. He'll feed the kid. Mm. And it's a sign of respect. And, and that's all it is. It, it's just a mutual respect. The woman understands that this man, you know, and all relationships are different. All relationships are different. But the woman understands that this man is going to work. He's providing. He's providing the food on the plate. So we're going to give him the food on the plate first. But as a husband, he says, these are my child. These are my, this is my family, my responsibility. I need to make sure that they eat. So he'll step to the side. And a lot of times, that's the I, that's the mentality with a married couple. But what you'll see on these posts, you'll see a lot of single people comment on that. 
You know, and, and I don't blame a single woman if she is just if it's just her and her child. She has to look out for her child first. You know, that's what she does. She's looking out for her child. So her comment is going to reflect that. You know what I'm saying? But if it's a single man who don't have a woman, you know what I'm saying? He's like, this woman going to respect me and they're going to give me my stuff first. So that, that's what I see. But got, as for we, me and my own, you know, I love it when my woman fix my stuff first. But I usually sit down and just wait for everybody to eat. And so we can say the prayer and eat the yell. Well, I just wait for everybody to eat so he can eat the rest of it. So I get the <laughs> nest of it. You know what I'm saying? I want everybody to get everything they need. We got a comment. My um, Nala Maliface says, the husband is the head of the household. He brings the bacon to the table. Why shouldn't he eat first? A man of the house is going to make sure there, there's enough for everybody. So let me tell you, if you were ever to take an ethics course, it would tell you that you don't eat until everybody has food and ready to eat at the same time. Okay. That's what the ethics course tells you. All right. So me, as I'm dating, right, I'm a single mom, but I'm dating. Even when I cook and have everybody over, I set the table completely. Then I call everybody to the table. Okay, but there were times when I fixed plate his plate first, but he said, hey, make sure the kids eat. Let's make sure they taken care of first, you know, but to your point, Sly, he is somebody who had once was in a marriage, you know, <laughs> so he, he sees that. So the difference between here is I definitely understand where the comment comes from. The man is ahead of the house. Sure. Absolutely. I don't take that from it as well. But I also think it's whatever works for your household. Whatever works for y'all. Do whatever works for you. Because sometimes we could get so into what this person thinks, what this person thinks, what the world thinks here, what the world thinks here. But that, that may not necessarily work for your house. Do whatever works great in your household. You know, whatever is healthy. We always talk about healthy relationships. If that's healthy, that he eats first. Hell, let me eat first. Well, if it's healthy that the kids eat first, let them eat first. Whatever that works for you in your house, whatever works for y'all. Yeah, now real life yeah, stuff is people. People got a lot of stuff going on. Like it's a, it's probably I say with my family, eighty five percent of the time, everybody's just getting some food when they can get some food because we <laughs> we, we ripping and running. Everybody got practice this and that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's nine o'clock, ten o'clock before everybody get home and settle in. So I mean, it ain't really like though. I'm sitting down, everybody sitting down at the table, and we all eating together type thing. So you know, like it's all kind of different situations. Yeah, me and Slide divorced. You know, since they always like throw me under the bus. <laughs> me and Slide divorced. So, but as a as even though I'm single, I always just make sure my son eats first order. Whenever kids around, whether it's your kids, Slide kids. Mm -hmm. I just make sure the kids eat first and whatever, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know their little stomachs be hurting. I, I, I hear them come in school, stomach be growling 7.30 in the morning. So I know they be hungry. Mm -hmm. So I just let them eat and whatever's left, I'll, 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 I'll make a way, man. But I don't think it has anything to do with being married, divorced. Like y'all say, whatever works for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't, don't know, man. I just, I just see somebody else household. 
Because you can't, you your household might not function the way Quanta household functioned, mm-hmm. her and her family, Chance and his family, mm-hmm. and Sly and his family. You have to do what's, what's going to keep your family happy. Right. Yeah, but that, that, um, that's a tough one, man. That that that's it, I don't know, man. It, 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 I think a lot of it, it depends on your household. It, it it depends on your household. But as for me and my household, um, I love the respect that comes with fixing with fixing my um my plate first, my plate first. But I make sure everybody else eats. You know what I'm saying? I make sure everybody else eats. That's right. So, yeah, um, yeah, because yeah, slide. If, if, if you should let somebody else fix your plate, say what? Ain't gonna be, ain't, you should let somebody else fix your plate because we know it ain't gonna be much left when you <laughs> when you finish. Well, my my only requirement though, I ain't gonna lie. My only requirement, you know, I, I, I get a big piece of chicken. Nah, I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> if I'm the one, if I'm the one making the money. You know what I'm saying? I'm paying for this dinner. You ain't gonna stick me over with no with no <laughs> drumstick and call it a night. <laughs> you better give me the breath, and, so, and we'll we'll work everything else out from there. So know? are you are y'all the type that needs for your wife to cook multiple times a week, or are you a family that eat out multiple times a week? Well, I, I'm a cook. Okay. I, I like I like cooking, but you know it, it all depends. It's People, we live we live in a modern world. People got jobs. Mm-hmm. People got jobs. You know what I'm saying? And when I grew up, my dad worked. And when my sister, my mom had a job um, until she got pregnant with my little sister. My little sister nine years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And my mom stopped working until my sister turned seven. So it was dinner on the table when my dad got home mm-hmm. every day. My mom ain't had no job. Your mom ain't had no job. My mom was a housewife, so it was. So that's how that's how I grew up. South Carolina housewives. <laughs> we ain't had no money. <laughs> hey, boy, y'all tripping? <laughs> they handed out a can of applesauce, so there wasn't no applesauce. <laughs> that's the hey. credit. So South Carolina. Hey, but on the real though, man, I don't think. There's time as and like you said, the modern the modern modern world now to cook every day. Mm-hmm. I, I I I mean I don't want you cooking every day. I'm gonna throw I, it in I, the I crock just, pot in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, sit, crock but, but, I but I, as long as we have something to eat every day and the kids are, are fed and, and and everything is, I don't care about you cooking every day. I like I'm like so I like to cook too. So. I don't. I don't mind, you know, whipping up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for him and and a bag of chips. That's 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 gourmet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's gourmet. That's gourmet. Some oodles and noodles with sausage in it. All of all of all you put some grapefruit pie. You, you put huh? some grapefruit pie on it. Oh, they make it. They, they get a little. Hey, they get grapefruit pie. Do you mind having a grapefruit pie? But no, nah, I um I like to cook too, so I think that should be shared. But um I just don't think there are gender roles like it used to be. Right. The mom mm-hmm. cooks and vacuums, the dad does all the nailing. I think mm-hmm. it's just everybody works together just to, you know, 
to 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 make the family go. Yeah. Cuz there's going to be times to where um you know, we we I may fall on hard times. I just hope, you know, the woman that I'm with, I hope she can hold me down until I get, you know, shake back and get on my feet. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, I sometimes wanna... you have working women who, you know, they bringing in a lot of cheese these days, you know, <laughs> and they can't necessarily get home in time enough to get that meal cooked every night. But my thing is, when I was married, it was like whoever got home first. Cooking, mm. Basically, working. <laughs> I like I got overtime tonight. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would never, I never get to cook until the springtime because I'm always getting home late from football, football game, football practice. Then I go right to basketball, which I get home later. So it, it's it's springtime. I'm a springtime cook. You know, okay. I, I I need my bay leaves. You know what I'm saying? My cumin. I ain't gonna lie though, man. <laughs> when you really sit back and think about it, buying some food is just as expensive as yeah. going to the fast food restaurant or, or you know, get something from an actual restaurant, getting it to go. Like man, it's cheap. It's eating cheap. healthy. Not, not not that much. Dude, not not these days. Nah, it's still cheaper, man. You know, you can make nah, you, a whole, you can make a meal of spaghetti for under ten dollars. I mean, if you want to buy something good, say say the thing like you want to go to the a restaurant and you buy a certain a steak and a a vegetable and all that stuff. You go buy a steak at the grocery store; it's just as much as the steak that's already cooked. You know, y'all y'all gotta look that up. Now, if you go and buy some uh, oodles and noodles and spaghetti and stuff like that, yeah, okay, but. Yeah, a real meal that you really like or something like that, that's that's the difference. Like this stuff, this stuff yeah. expensive out here. This inflation crazy. Everything expensive, man. You try to eat healthy. All these vegans and all these man, that stuff expensive, man. Yeah, it costs it costs to be healthy. I'm telling hey. you. And we can tell you ain't trying to be healthy. Hey man, it is what it is. It Shoulders is, and head taking up the whole block. You're right. <laughs> Which head, which head you talking about? Huh? Which head you talking about? Both hey, of them. Remember, hey, hey, remember, I was in the locker room with you for three years, so I don't you know, make me go there. Know the legend go, true. Hey, hey, don't make hey. Don't know make the legend go, true. Don't make me go there, small fry. You call me ugly all the time, but I, I always manage to have quite a few women. They <laughs> It ain't cause my looks. <laughs> you, need to, you need to wipe some of that stuff off the beard. That's probably what I did. <laughs> that, that get them too. <laughs> that, get, that get. Wait a minute. Wait well, a minute. How much we money? Got... How much? How much money you got? Cause sometimes oh, bro. it's broke. 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 He lied. He lied. He hey. He broke not because he spent so much back then. <laughs> nah, nah, it's cause, cause he paying that child support and ain't gonna buy them shoes too. <laughs> hey, he ain't said none of them shoes yet, ain't it? <laughs> if you would have bought them shoes, <laughs> oh, I got you. Oh, I got you. Don't worry about it. You, you had a little change. You know, daddy don't wear Jordans, but I get you some. <laughs> I'm seeing too much laughter in the chat. <laughs> the LOLs and smiley faces going on in the chat. We're gonna check that. But, Boy, uh, but check this, man. We're getting close to it. We're getting close to the edge, man. What we like to do, Jaquana, when we get close to the edge, close to the end, we like to take a trip down the 90s block. 
She like ain't wasn't born in the nineties. Huh? She barely was born in the nineties. She barely. What are you talking about? You barely made it. What is she talking about? Never would have made it. <laughs> this, this right here. I was this born right. before the nineties. This Damn. might go over her head. But yeah, you get, legally blind. We get some of our people, some you our people out in the crowd. Some of our people in the chat can help can help <laughs> our Jaquana out on this one. Yeah, um, where my the, fair fair people at? Irving, Mac, and all them. <laughs> the, the 90s block right here. We're going to compare the Boomerang soundtrack versus Waiting to Exhale soundtrack. Okay. Boomerang soundtrack versus the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack. Mm. For those of you who need a refresher, we're going to pull it up one, on the Sly. screen for you. Me, we're I gonna, need one. We're going to pull it up on the screen. This is Boomerang. You give me my heart. Honey Braxton. Yep. It's going to be all right. End of the road. Hart and Charlie Wilson. Tonight is right, Key Why? I remember that one. Uh, I die without you, PM Don. I know y'all remember that one. Uh, Seven Day Weekend. I don't know that one. End of the Road, Boys to Men, one of the greatest songs of all time. Reversal of the Dog. Love should have brought you home. Oh, love should have brought you. Woo! I feel uh, that, that caused some feelings, didn't it? It caused some feelings over that thing. That's, that's short hair, right Tony here. Braxton. Right that's that, that's that Tony, Tony. That's that true Tony right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me why. <laughs> no, that's that, that's that 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 you got to close your eyes when you sing that. You got to close your eyes when you sing that song. Hey, now, 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 throw that weight in the exhale up there. Wait a minute. Yeah. Here you go, yeah, my Yeah, sure. yeah, let me finish. Let me finish. Tell me lies. Uh, Shanice feels like and Hot Sex by Tribe Called Quest. Now, wait and exhale on the other side. Exhale, shoot, shoot, shoot. Why does it hurt so bad? Another short hair, Tony Braxton, let it flow. Let it flow. Yeah, First wait. like hell, Aretha, you know, sitting up in my room with Brandy. Sitting up mm -hmm. in my room. This is how it works. And then Mary J, not going to cry. Man, that right Man. there, so everything going to uh, boomerang. And, and, they, and, and they got a with that kiss, kissing you is. Oh no, that's my favorite. I'm going down the list, dude. <laughs> I'm, going down the list. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, my funny Valentine, and I, I got my love to you all night long. SWV, we you, way you. Way you is way you, sir. Way you. Like, where you at? Where you at? My love, sweet love, Patty LaBelle, kissing you by faith. Well, that touch jam. Love. Uh, I, I thought it was total. I thought it was total kissing. How <laughs> rough. Yeah, you were yeah, totally. That, you were yeah, that, 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 that's, that, yeah, that long time ago. And uh, how could you call her baby and count on me? About, yeah, Whitney yeah. Houston and baby. And uh, and CC Winans. I'm, I'm going. Hey, I'm going with. Uh, I'm going with wait and exhale just because yeah, not gonna cry. Yeah, yeah. just because I'm going with wait. No, but it, it seemed like to me, it seemed like Boomerang had more hits though, dog. I don't know, man. But Boomerang had some hits. Mary hurt Mary hurt Mary. Oh man, oh, yeah. I don't hurt, hurt Mary was special. Hurt, 
Listen, Mary going through a crazy divorce now. I'm interested to see what she's getting ready to come out with after this right here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She might need some cocaine too, though. She might need to get a hook back on drugs. <laughs> no, no, no. No, do Mary no, like no, that? No, come on, Sly. Hey, you know better than that. Mary and KC together, when them two no. was the problem couple, no. the best music in the world right there, man. Hey, man, get on, man. Who you got, Chance? I'm going to go with the next too, man. Uh, so y'all got me three song. to one on that one. Three to one, so you outvoted yeah. some shit your mouth. I'm outvoted, man. But hey, anyway, you can't go wrong with neither one of them soundtracks, man. Both of them. I agree. Great I agree. movies, great movies, great soundtracks. Both of them. All right, man. Hey, it's been another fantastic episode of the Rip Through the Day podcast, man. It's a podcast. Well, wait a minute. Well, let's get some. Hey, we got to get out of here, man. El Presidente, <laughs> you got anything to say before we get out of here? Hey, man. Hey. JJ, Jaquana Jackson. Hey, nice to have you. Hey, she she was a great guest. Only thing wrong, she went to February Central. <laughs> God, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> hey, you know what I found out? People in Columbia rep their high schools harder than anything, but then we rep college harder than anything. So I just realized that. Y'all don't even go to college. You're the only one on the best family ever went to college. college. Don't do that. Hey, Scott, they they go. They just don't stay long. They got one semester. They got got one semester so they can say, well, I was a college athlete. Boy, I was tough back in my day. But Sly and Brian <laughs> dropped that in 11th grade, so they didn't finish high school. <laughs> well, Rip still represent family. G-G, baby. All right, Brian, you got anything to say before we get out of here, Brian? Man, I thought we had a good show up until uh, we had to talk about Fat Fit Central, man. But I want to thank my homegirl, Jaquana Jackson. Miss Jackson, if you nasty, yeah. thank you for taking time out your uh, busy day. I'm gonna kick it with the guys. You were great. We appreciate you. Jaquana, uh, Jaquana, you got anything you want to say before you get out of here? Man, thanks for having me. It was a cool experience. You know, I think y'all should have me back whenever you feel the need to. I appreciate being on. Still, shout outs to the Griffins and all my spelling sisters who's watching. <laughs> no, well, I don't have Tell them to either. like, subscribe, and share this thing, Quana. Okay, y'all like, subscribe, and share. Y'all heard LB. (laughs) Tell your homies and tell a homie. Well, this has been another great episode of the RIP 28 podcast, man. This is a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 podcast. And before we get out here, I want to give a public service announcement, a health announcement to all the women and men out there who listen to the show. Doctors have proven that there's a special protein and enzyme enzyme inside of the male semen. So women, give them a blowjob, save a life. I'm out. We'll see you next week on the RIP 28 podcast. I love it. Something crazy. <laughs>